Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. In today's episode, let's dive into why creative testing is not the best strategy for everyone, especially for accounts with certain financial constraints. Let me illustrate this with the help of a mini case study uh, from a recent audit that I did. Now, in this particular account, the, the CPA and LTVs were very high, both exceeding $250. And the account had a relatively small budget, $12,000 a month. And those are the realities of the business. Uh, you know, they were not up for discussion or negotiation, uh, right? And the account had been active for many years. And because it was 12,000 a month or 400 a day, it would see about one or two conversions per day. Uh, normally, as you would expect, the account had well-established creative assets because it had been running for a number of years and these assets were performing consistently well. Well, or they were getting a lot of spam. They had a lot of social proof. The algorithm liked them. Right, And the advertiser's question was, should we be testing new creatives? And they were like, maybe we should try to improve on the performance of our existing creatives. Our designer can come up with a ton of new creative ideas. We saw these LinkedIn posts that talked about irresistible hooks and the UGCs and very sexy creative stuff, uh, right? And we should be testing creators. We should embark on a creative testing program. And they were also US focused primarily and they had these budget constraints. Uh, because of these, my answer was no, you should not be testing creators. And let me explain what I told them and uh, what I would recommend to you as well if you're in a situation like this. Right. And by the way, this, you know, even though the CPA was 250, some of the learnings would apply even if for lower CPAs. Even if it's like a hundred dollar CPA, you're getting four conversions a day that can make testing prohibitive. Anyway, so let's get into the calculations, right? You know, let's let's assume you are running a test for upper funnel metrics, not for purchases, because if you run a creative test for purchases, that would be way more expensive at $250 cost per purchase or even $100 cost per purchase. Uh, let's assume you're optimizing for installs and let's assume the cost per install is like about $10 or so, uh, which is not unreasonable for uh, an account of this uh, size. Sometimes for certain verticals, it could certainly be lower. Uh, now this will typically cost you tip around $100 a day, which can be 25% of your budget, because again, $100 a day would get you about 10 installs a day for the ad set. You're running maybe five to 10 creators in there. 
Now, this is 25% of your budget and 25% of your budget is going to unproven creators whose costs you're really writing off because you're also optimizing for installs and these are unlikely to result in purchases. So is it worth your while to spend 25% of your budget on unproven creators? Maybe the answer is yes, right? And uh, you know, if you're at a very large budget, maybe the answer is yes, if you can, yes, you can afford to spend 25% on unproven creators. If you can unearth a breakout winner from this test, that can maybe slash your CPA in half. Right, and if you're at a large enough budget, you can certainly afford to make that argument, but things are not nearly as simple, even if you do identify a breakout winner from your test. So let's, and that is just because of the way the algorithms operate. Let's suppose you do find a winner among new concepts, then integrating the winner into your existing campaign presents a hurdle. Meta's algorithm often neglects new creators in favor of established ones. We witnessed this firsthand in literally every account. I'm sure you have too. So if you run a creative test for an up funnel met upper funnel metrics metric and you identify a winner from your test, this winner is practically useless if you pit it against an existing winner, existing performing creative, because Meta's algorithm is favoring older established ads and it's not gonna give any spend to your new winner, right? No matter how well thought out it is, unless, you know, I think it would be an exceptional situation where a newly added creator would eclipse an established Pro one one that's been running for months or maybe years. The one way to deal with this would be to segregate the new winners from your creative test into a separate campaign that is sequestered from your historical winners. But then given the budget constraints of this particular brand, this is impractical. This particular brand is not gonna be able to double their monthly budget from 12,000 to 24,000. And I don't think any brand should double the budget just for the sake of testing. Another risky maneuver would be to disable the existing creators in order to let the new ones, the winners from the new creators gain traction. Again, this is hugely risky and this could severely compromise your overall performance. What if your new creators are not performing very well? Are you willing to jeopardize your current performance? And uh, even if your new creatives are objectively strong, Meta's algorithm is going to take some time to learn. And uh, if you turn off your existing creatives, it is going to take a few days or maybe even weeks for new creatives to show performance parity with your existing creatives, especially since such a high CPA or LTV will slow down the learning process even more. So in conclusion, this is a hard situation for accounts with smaller budgets. If you're managing an account with small budgets and high CPAs, my advice to you is to avoid creative tests if you have established proven winners. What you could do is to introduce minor variations of existing creatives into an existing core campaign and run with it. 
the one exception would be if your performance is really bad, you're not hitting your numbers and you know, you're like, we're losing money. That would be a situation where you would kill your existing creatives, hit the reset button and test completely new creatives. But otherwise, just don't run creative tests. It's too much of a risk. It's a huge financial risk. And really you should run creative testing if you have much larger budgets and you can allocate a testing budget that is a portion of your spend that you're willing to take a loss on. I hope that explains and eliminates why I recommend that not everyone should be running creative tests. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.